Hi everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Creators Exchange. Today I'm going live with Fee Noel. Fee of Fee Noel, a beautiful black woman's wear designer from the Caribbean, like myself. So excited to speak with her today. I'm gonna let people load in on here before we get started. Hey everybody. It's a really weird day in um, society today, but we're going to spread positivity and light. Oh, it looks like Fee is on here, perfect. Just request Fee and then I'll add you on. Hey everybody. Welcome to Creators Exchange. Whew. I'm feeling super mellow today, you know, with everything going on. Let's see. Fee's on here. Welcome in, everybody. Creates Exchange in full effect right now. Fee, as soon as you request, I can accept you, but it says that it's waiting for you to load in on here. Hi. Hi, darling. How are you, beautiful? I'm good. I'm Happy good. belated birthday. Thank you. <laughs> How is everything? How, what did you um, do to celebrate? I, um, what did I do to celebrate? I did two things. Um, I decorated my backyard. Nice. Marrakesh. Okay. I was supposed to be there. Um, okay. So I took a trip to Morocco and Brooklyn. I love that. Um, and I initially was supposed to do a drive-by birthday and it started to rain so I, I normally I normally bring in my birthday on the beach so I do I celebrate my birthday eve okay so I do a countdown to 12 it makes my day feel longer I love doing that I love celebrating my birthday for like three days <laughs> so I did it I do a countdown I always do a countdown the night before and I wasn't able to go to the beach this year, but the battle was happening. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be perfect. When they yeah. announced the battle, I'm like, this is going to be so perfect. So, oh, right. With um, Benny Man and, oh, my gosh. Such so a great battle. Exactly. Yeah. So um, we got a projector, and I was going to put it in the front of the house so everyone <laughs> could be separated. And it started to rain, and it was kind of cold. So um, everyone actually ended up coming inside. It was just my closest friends. Yeah. So everyone ended up coming inside, and we had, like, a little dance hall party. <laughs> so many just people like had dance hall up. parties, like, literally yeah. got dressed up like they were going to a dance hall party. And I love that so much, you know? Um, that was really putting on for us Caribbean people. Exactly. That was perfect for me, because I love to dance. Yeah. So it was a perfect way to bring in my birthday. And then the next day, I kind of hung out in the backyard. So it was, I had a really, really good birthday. It was just surrounded by That's love. That's nice. That's nice. Even, even under normal circumstances, it probably would have been that way anyway. Like, I'm always surrounded by the people that I love. And they yeah. shut up and come out for me. And I get a little crazy. And they like that. And they just go with the flow. Like, you're a little off. but Yeah, um, yeah. And I... I think in this time, it's really forcing people to really be, think outside of the box, you know, and be more creative and utilizing the space that we do have to make it work best for us and, and still be content and happy with it, which is, which is amazing because, like you said, you would have been in Marrakesh, right, if it wasn't for this. Somewhere, definitely, but I, I, I'm 
I was really definitely going to be there this year. Yeah. Just nice. anywhere. Like, I just like being somewhere, which is sort of a, of how I'm thinking about life right now. Like, you got to make happiness where you are. Right. Um, so that's something I've been saying a lot lately. Like, yeah. And just you, are, and you have to be, make it there. Yeah. Exactly. And not relying on specific things to make you happy, but utilizing mm -hmm. what you have and, like you said, the space you're in. Where are you? Are you in I'm in LA? Los Angeles. You're in Los You're in LA. Okay. Last time I saw you, we were in Brooklyn at Chef Day's brunch that uh, she did. That was the that first time I met you, brunch. actually. Yes. I know. That and Shout out I, to Chef Day. I, I know. I miss her so much. It's like, I, and I moved shortly after that. It was what, two years ago? I've been in LA. Yeah, for I think three I years remember. Now. Yeah, I think I remember. Like definitely right after you like hopped and skipped to LA. Yeah, I and I, I and that. I've been here ever since. It's been good, but I honestly a lot lately. I've been missing. I always miss New York. I just love New York so much. But lately, I've been thinking about it a lot more. I know I can always go back, but I feel like this is just where I need to be right now. Mm -hmm. But I'm just like, oh, New York. I just miss <laughs> it so much. It's it was just a big part of my life, you know. Mm -hmm. Um. How is everything in New York right now during this time? I can't even imagine like, um, like living there. I feel like it's such a new normal that's kind of hard to digest. There's, there's so many things going on, right? And it's not even, because of social media, it doesn't matter where you are right now, you're experiencing things, current events that's going on in yeah. the world. Yeah. Um, and besides the pandemic, there's just like other sad shit. So yeah, every day. Like, how is it living in fucking America? It's like a, period. Know, yeah, a shit show right now. So like I, I, I like when it's nice outside, I walk out and I forget that it's like Armageddon until I see everyone with their masks and I have to run back upstairs and like do things differently. Or you try to go to the bodega and they're like, "Where's your mask?" You're like, oh. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So. Um, like anything in life, you get accustomed to it. It doesn't feel, this last two weeks doesn't feel the way it felt when it first started. I've grown a little bit more accustomed to working with a mask, wearing a mask, going outside. Um, it's There's different phases to yeah, the quarantine. Yeah. Um, there is a silver lining. It's pushing people to be more clean, more, <laughs> like just more aware and, um, that's the part that I like about it. Um, it's pushing people to spend more time with their loved ones. Yeah. So how it is in New York right now, it's just, it's what it is. That's what yeah. New York is, right? It just and, it, and it's getting warm outside, I'm sure. So more and more people <laughs> want to just be free and be out. But. but we have to be careful with that. You know, that's why I'm like, really tap into your group of friends or your family or like spending time with them don't be such in a rush to go back out into the right. world if everyone does that um will be and i hope that people have people other people that they can hang with because I, it's hard to be alone to be alone for too long right yeah especially during a time like this so um i can't i i, I just Imagine like however you guys are feeling in LA. Besides, you you can go outside and see palm trees. I think everyone all over the world like we're kind of going through the same emotion. The same thing, yeah. I mean, it's interesting to see that there are some people that have jumped back into reality so quickly. Yeah. Uh, with you know, with Memorial Weekend that just passed, you know, it, it was interesting to see so many people just partying and mm -hmm. acting like it was normal. But um, 
but yeah, no, I've, I've definitely just, you know, been trying to stay home. If I'm not home, then, you know, I'm out of friends, but it's been the same friend, you know what I mean? It hasn't yeah. been like all over the place. Um, whew, it just feels a little heavy today. I don't know if it's because of what just happened with George Floyd. Like, I'm just feeling very, because of that, um, I'm feeling very like uneasy, but yeah. It's definitely because of that. And it's with everything. Like, you wake up and you're about to post. I was going to post a cute birthday picture, like, of me. But it's like, you don't, you don't, it's like. And it's like. With what's happening in the world, if you kind of feel guilty, right? Yeah. You shouldn't, but. It's, it's just like, shit, I'm actually freaking terrified. Like. Yeah. I, and ter terrified in the sense of powerless. Like, what is it that you can do? And people, there's so many things, like, you know, when you talk to different, when I talk to different intellectuals in my life, they're, they're mentioning, like, well, where you spend your dollar and, and where you do this. And it doesn't feel like that. It doesn't feel fast enough. Even if yeah. you, it doesn't feel fast enough. It doesn't feel like it'll make a change fast enough. And you ask yourself, well, what, what is, what will, you know, you're calling up the number. You're calling up the senators. You're calling them. Yep. You're trying to fight for justice, but, but it turns like, around and it happens again, you know? And it's just like, It's okay. like you have to talk about it. Like someone, I saw a post and they were like, it's like you're waking up in a good mood and then now you're sad. Because now you're sad. Yeah. And that, and that's, and that was. That was I, me yesterday. I don't even like say I was today. It's been, this is our reality. This is I was ready reality. to take on the day. And then I was on Instagram and saw that the video and something I didn't even want to watch. And then I was like, no, I can't let like frustration and fear cripple me. I need to yeah. see what's happening. Right. Yeah. And I was just so infuriated. Like my mood literally went from happy to just infuriation in a split second. And it just makes you feel powerless. You know, you're like, okay, what can I do? Like, what can we do besides reposting and like calling these numbers? Like what has to happen, you know, for some type of change to take place? Um, it's just I really frustrating. Um, just the thought that I, um, Ebony Davis, before I got on with he, here with you, I just saw that she was like, you can't let it cripple you, right? Yeah. So we still had to come on and yeah. do the live. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And try to spread some type of light. And talk you know? about it. And then we're still going to talk about our fashion or whatever. Yeah, great and things that are happening. Yeah. Exactly, our art. So it's kind of like both of them. So... Mm -hmm. You but we still have both. to acknowledge it. Exactly. Know? We still have to acknowledge it. You have to do both. You have to continue on the path. And that was the number one thing that I was even telling myself with this whole COVID thing. I kind of felt it it it, it sort of paralyzed me for a second. It's same. Like I was yeah. sitting here for seven weeks watching the most TV, Netflix. I never had a Netflix and chill until like during this. <laughs> until quarantine. <laughs> until quarantine it was like I was watching everything and I started to feel guilty about it and I'm like but I haven't done this in what since I was 19 years old yeah. I've been working like grinding all this time so um it kind of paralyzed you to the fact where you have to acknowledge it but then you have to get up and go again and pivot and see what that's gonna look like for you so yeah. um that's just my little advice to anyone out there who's still feeling paralyzed or feeling stuck or feeling like what's their next move, you know? Yeah. Well, let's bring some light into this because I just felt yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. yeah let's let's bring some light into this. This is um, Crazy Exchange and we're here to uplift and educate and empower. So 
I'm glad that we acknowledge that and how we're feeling, but we're not going to let it cripple us. So let's start talking about you and you being, you're from the Caribbean. I'm from Haiti, but you're from Grenada, right? Yes, I am. What does that mean to you being from there? <sighs> what does that mean to me? I feel special. Yeah. You know, I feel like I'm walking in my purpose with me being from Grenada. When I decided, because it, can, it comes a point in business where you decide, this is hard. What's going to be your platform? What's going to be your message to the world? How do you want to be seen, talked about? What do you want people to focus on when they think about you? And I thought about all the things that I was. I'm Black, I'm a woman, I'm Caribbean, you know, just all these, all, all these things. And I remember I was brainstorming with my team and we talked about how there's a lot of Caribbean people in fashion, but no one really talks about it. Like no one reps there. Really reps like, where they're from, yeah. Really reps where they're from, you know? and and. There are people that do, but I'm saying in the grand scheme of things, it's Haitian. Or I didn't know that you were Trinidadian. I didn't know that you were Trinidadian, and because you don't really, it's not really voiced or talked about, you know. Yeah. And I wanted it to be. I wanted that to be on the forefront. I wanted anytime my name is mentioned, I wanted. Grenada She's from Grenada. Yeah. yeah. And the reason being is because that's where I feel home. Like I never really had a neighborhood. You know how people. I live in Canarsie and there's people that really rep Canarsie and rep like there because they grew up there, their friends there. I was always on the guards, always on the road. Um, yeah. That's just how my family was. Actually, during this pandemic is probably the longest time I've ever spent at home. I've never spent this much time at home. And you're usually in, in the Caribbean? No, I'm usually, when I say home of where I live, because I live here, I live in New York, and yeah. I lived in Jersey, and I live in Brooklyn, and I've never spent this much time inside oh, yeah. of my house. But I, I say that to say, I never feel home unless I'm in Grenada. Like, oh, home, home. Like, I feel Were like, you born there? No, I wasn't. Oh. I, I, was, I was, if my cousin Sandy is on here, she snuck me here. My mom was pregnant, and she came to, while she was pregnant with me, she came to have me here because that was just the thing to do. Yeah, um, yeah. With your kids, when you were growing up, you're like, oh, I want to give you a head start. I want to give you a better life. I want you to be born in America. No one knew America would be this right. or whatever it was before. But um, she's like, I wanted you, I want you to have a head start. I want you to um, have a better life. So I was born here and then we went back there until I was about three and then came back here. Um, all my I have close relatives that still live there um, and we're there like three, four times a year. Mm -hmm. And I would like, that's in my future plans, to live, live, live there and then visit here. <laughs> all the time. But um, when I land there, whatever that, whatever is the reason for this, I feel home. You feel home. I feel like, chills. I feel here. <laughs> I feel yeah. like I belong here. This place is, this is what For me. Is. Yeah. This is for me. And that's why I decided to, this is going to be my platform. This is what I'm going to talk about. Um, this is what I want to, if I'm going to make it more than just about pretty clothes, it has to be something that has a deeper meaning to me. And there's so many creators. And that people can relate to as well. And that people you know? can relate to. Yeah. But you know what's so crazy, Amara? 
I didn't even think about people relating to it at first. I did not think that so many people would like be like, yes, yeah, I'm Caribbean. Go, 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 go. It wasn't even about that. It was just what made me feel powerful and special at the time. Yeah. But do you know what's so funny? Like when you speak to, I have friends overseas, like London, Paris, whatever. Mm -hmm. When when they're over there, that when they say, where are you from? Oh, I'm Nigerian. Oh, I'm Jamaican. Oh, I'm this mm -hmm. and that. Here, where are you from? Oh, I'm from New York. Oh, mm -hmm. I'm from D.C. Uh, like you're not saying where you're really from yeah, yeah. it's weird because yeah. we're not and that's why people don't know you know because we're not putting that as the forefront i'm not mm -hmm. i'm you're not saying well you're probably saying i'm grenadian but like you know i have to train myself to be like oh yeah i'm haitian mm -hmm. instead of saying i'm from dc or yeah. i moved here from new york you know what i mean like it's, it's not like a training says, it's not so much well, where are you from from you know like, yeah you until someone that? says that like ethnicity yeah. you're like oh okay well i'm you know, where it should, it should be like the first thing you say. It's weird. It's so weird. But I'm definitely, I'm definitely getting more in a habit of that because it is about repping where you're from. And, and you go home, what, several times a, a year? Yes. I haven't been, I'm, I'm born in, I was born in America, but I'm first generation of, uh, Haitian. But I've only been to Haiti when I was seven, like once. Wow. But so much has happened in that country since then. Mm -hmm. And also I don't really have family there anymore. Everyone is pretty much in the States. So that's okay. probably why too, you know? Um, but I, I, if I, when I go back, I had planned to go this year, but when I go back eventually, I'm gonna go back as, as a tourist, I feel, <laughs> you know? You're gonna, you're saying that now because you feel like you don't really know, but when you- But when I land in, there, it'll feel different. It's gonna feel, yeah, it's gonna feel, you're not gonna feel like a tourist. I was, yeah. I, I was supposed to go to Haiti in December with um, one of my really, really close friends, Joanne. Um, that's gonna be my first time there. So I'm yeah. actually, try, yeah. I, I, I'm and it's, it's like, yo, I need to go. Like my family, they're like, oh. I, I, I need to go, okay? That, I need feeling, to go. that feeling, go. Because yeah. someone's there for you. Somebody's it's been, I've been feeling for that for years, and I just haven't gone. Like, I have family mm -hmm. in the Dominican Republic, DR. Like, I've gone there several times. But as far as Haiti itself, I haven't haven't been uh, since I was a little girl. And I need to, I need to get back yeah. there, get back to my roots. Um, but, and you're, like, putting on for your people constantly with Fee Noel. Mm -hmm. um, you have such a beautiful... Uh, you have such beautiful designs and a collection. I want to know about, I know you didn't start always as Fee Noel. It started as Simply Intricate, I believe. Oh, shame on you for mentioning that name. I mean, it started, started. <laughs> it's a part of the journey, right? Um, yes, it I is. I just want to know, is. you don't have to speak too much about that line, but I just want to know the transition into Fee Noel. Like, what was that like for you? I joke, it's definitely a part of um, my journey. Yeah. Um, at least you don't have like pictures and no 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 I ain't gonna bring nothing up. <laughs> <laughs> um, that switch over was again building a brand is hard, right? Um, when I first I jumped into it in a naive manner, like I just want to make this one pretty sexy dress for me to look good in, and then I'm gonna sell it to other girls. I didn't think so far into what a brand could be or what it mm -hmm. could mean it was just like i was in the wagon at the time which was a store that i was part owner in and i just wanted to i couldn't find the type of dress that i was looking for and that's what really pushed me to design so it started off as simply intricate and it started to gain traction because i was 
I was making clothes for the people that I was around. So I was on the dance hall scene. I was in the party scene. Girls wanted to look sexy, but still classy. And we were partying every weekend. So it became very profitable because I knew my customer. When I realized what happened was something triggered in me and I started thinking about the woman that I wanted to be. I started maturing. And I started thinking about the way that I wanted to dress and how I wanted to show up in the world. And it was a little bit different from what Cynthia Intricate was at that time. I was growing out of that stage. And I started making the clothes under still Cynthia Intricate, but I was already in the Fina Well, the direction that I was gonna go to in Fina Well. So what made me change the name is actually, I never realized that the name should change. I'm like, whatever name you build up, that's the name it's going to be. Right. Like, Gucci would be Gucci. Like back then it probably sounded stupid, but now yeah. it's like, it rings bells. You know what I mean? So you just didn't know. You just, this is the name. It was an oxymoron. I felt like I was simple and complicated at the same time. Yada, yada, yada. Forget. You guys erase this from your memory after I for you. Um... So people be like, it's simply what kind of what you just did. Simply what? Simply, you know what I mean? That was happening a lot. And I wore this beautiful printed outfit that I had made to the Polo Classics. And there was a PR person there who took me to lunch actually the next day. And she asked me to meet her. So I'm thinking like, oh, you're going to give me free PR? And she's like, you can't afford me. But I have to tell you one thing. And I'm like, well, what's that? And she was like, the name of the brand should be Finoel. That out name, of nowhere. Out of nowhere. I swear. Out of nowhere. Like, is Noel even a part of your name at all? Yeah, yeah. So my full name is... So when I introduced myself, I always went by Fee Noel. So yeah. it was always simply intricate by Fee Noel. By so Fee Noel. So when I introduced myself, I'm like, oh, I'm Fee Noel. So when she met me the day before, my name, that name must have stuck with her. And she went, she spoke to her boss. And they must have had a discussion. And she literally took me to lunch the next day. And she was like, this should be the name. And my boss agrees. It rings bells. Yeah. That's, that's it. And I'm like, but I already built this up. Like, at the time, Yandy was where, like, people were like, it was it was buzzing. Like, Cynthia Chica was buzzing. And I'm like, I already did this and I already did that. Yeah. And I never thought of my name as the name of the brand. And... She triggered something in me. And it was just like, I have to change the name. Then I, I met Ty Bouchon. That mm -hmm. same day, she saw me walking out of a taxi. We didn't speak. She saw me. But later on, when she They're showing you mad love right now. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> later on, when, later on, she was like, I saw you come out that taxi with that beautiful printed outfit. Then she said it, like, the name has to be Fina Well. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I have to change my name as Fina Well. And it just so happened that Ty Bouchamp hooked me up with Brandis from Holland's Fashion Row. And, um, oh, my God, Brandis. I'm called, everybody calls her Brandis. And, guys, my name is Fee, not Faye. Because I look back to me, too. <laughs> so let me just take the time. So um, she hooked me up with Brandis from Holland's Fashion Row. And I decided to come out on that platform for the first time as Fee Noel. And that was a beautiful experience and then a horrible experience right after. The horrible part was I lost all my customers, all my sales. Oh. It was like I was starting from scratch. 
And when I would speak to people who shop with me a lot, they were like, something seems very mature about the brand and I'm not there yet. So I had to build it. So Simply Intricate, I was around, to make a long story short, I was around the people that I was selling to. For Finoel, I had to now reach. Grow into that, yeah. Grow into Elevate into. Elevate. I wasn't there, you know? I wasn't around the women. I wasn't, in my head, I had matured. But me, where I was at that time, I wasn't in that, this just curated world that I wanted to create for myself. Mm -hmm. So it was more aspirational. And that's what Finoel became. And it was like building it from scratch. So that was the transition. Um, it happened organically, I want to say, like the way that it was supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. It sounds good talking about it now, but it was hard because this, I, this has always been my livelihood. Like I didn't have it. This was like how I made my money. This was how you how, made, yeah. This was how I was gonna survive. Um, this was my job, my career, whatever you want to call it. You know, I I didn't have, I didn't couldn't say like, oh, I'm just gonna work here. And this was what I was doing. You know, so it was hard doing, doing the transition. But this was what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be Finoel. Finoel, yeah, that's a beautiful story. So with it being Finoel now, how would you describe your brand? I feel like it's definitely elevated for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you can describe it, how would you describe your brand? I always, I, I'm going to practice a line for this question because Finoel is a vibe, right? Mm -hmm. It's just for that woman who believes in making her life beautiful. She is realistic but she's very, I call myself, I'm a fairy taleist. I believe that I can create fairy taleist. I believe that I can create my happiness. I believe that I can create my paradise. And that who the Finoel woman is. She's gonna make her life beautiful and she's gonna dress up for it. And I've always believed in that. You know, I'm learning more and more how to articulate every part of this woman because she's multifaceted. Yeah. It's at the end of the day, it's really about a mindset, you know, like a lot of black women wear my clothes because I'm a black woman and they probably see me more and I'm exposed to them. But it's really about a mindset. It's really you can be of whatever race, heritage, anything, you know, mm -hmm. and feel the vibe. You can feel the energy. When you see that woman walk in the room, she's going to tilt the room. And yeah. that's my woman. And it's not in a it's not in an arrogant way. It's oh no, no, no. It's just a confidence. It's a it's confidence, just, like you said, a mindset, a vibe, it's, it's a effortless. lifestyle. So yeah. when people see any female woman and that's a part of the reason I didn't want to attach my face so much to it, to it. Because I want anyone to be able to see themselves in it. I don't want you to think Oh, I have to be brown skin and thick. I'm, I'm thick. I don't care what you guys say. Brown skin and thick. I'm fake thick. Brown skin and thick or have a certain body type or be an Amazon or tall. I'm also fake. I'm an Amazon as well. <laughs> yeah, you are tall. And like, I didn't want people to just see like, oh, I have to be this to look good in it because it's not about that. You know, it's about, of course, there's styles that's going to look good on you and there's styles not, that's going to not. So I, I always preach, you know, it's not about the size. It's not about, it's just wearing what fits your body. Yeah. Well. 
and your clothes you your clothes are um it's very sexy in a very sensual way right like it's not like um it's not showing too much skin it's very loose and flowy and like like you said it's like a vibe so i was gonna ask you like how do you define you know like the sexy woman but if you know well that's sexy you know like it's very sensual and just mature so for me um i feel that there's a difference between sexy and sensual right mm -hmm. and there's times where i'm like oh i feel sexy and then there's times where it's like oh i feel sensual yeah to me sensual is a little bit more effortless in the sense women can say when we talk like i want to feel sexy i'm gonna put on my tight fitting red dress and my red lipstick and you identify that with sexy sensual to me it doesn't have to be tight it's you hear me did you guys hear me yeah i just lost you for a second but you're here okay. you're back so sensual um is an implied sexiness it's like she's a teen you know and the reason why I like the idea of that is because it's mysterious. You're not yeah. giving away too much, but you're giving enough where it can turn ahead. Like, oh, you know what I mean? So people will say that all the time. Like, oh, it's like you look very attractive and I just can't. What you're wearing is attractive. What you're wearing, like, it's just... It's sort of, um, I want to find the right word, uh, not tease, but anyways, I'm, I'm scattered brain. But it's more like, I like implied sexiness. I love mm -hmm. that. I feel like clothes is way sexier than no clothes. Than no, oh, for sure. Because for it's sure. just something about it. It's just something. Um, it's like the mystery of the mystery, like the of mystery of there being more to it. Yeah. yeah. Like making yeah. people wonder well, what's under there, you know, like what is I, to me, that's my form. That's how I express um, my sensual side. And I'm very specific when I'm designing, like this doesn't feel sensual enough. What's missing? What's this? Uh, yeah. too, it's way too sexy. It's way, that's why I separate sexy and sensual. There's a piece that's going to be sexy. And there's a piece like, oh, I want this to be sensual. I just want yeah. a woman to float in it. You know, I don't want it to it, like yeah. trying too hard. I never want it to look like, oh, you're trying too hard. Oh, you know? oh, one thing about Fina, well, it's very effortless, 1,000%. Like, the clothes feel very effortless. Like you said, you're not trying. You just put it on and you go, you know? You just flow and go. <laughs> like, seriously, I love you flow that. and you go. I love it. I love it's it so much. It's always good to hear someone else interpretation that. of it yeah interpretation of that 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 makes me very very happy because it's not just me saying oh i want this and i want to be this and wants it and no it definitely comes off that way for sure Good. it comes off that way so with your last collection congratulations on it being Thank in your you. fashion week was Thank that that was your first time there right that was my first time with a solo show um so i love show spring yeah, studios like the whole night exactly, like just I don't, every part of my career, any show, any time I have shown, it has been special and been a lot of hard work, but there's something about the, 
the hoopla that goes mm-hmm. along with being at Spring Studios, being with IMG, like doing it with all the big dogs, Purple PR. It's something about that, you know, that really, really kind of took the brand to the next level. Something about being an official way people can see the name right. on the schedule. It brought way more visibility to exactly. it. So that was my first time doing a show like that. I've done New York Fashion Week as a collective before with other designers. Um, I've even done my small presentation, but it was never officially seen a while on a calendar. So that was- How was that experience for you? Did you enjoy it? Would you do it again? Oh, if I get Even though the world's changing so much now, yeah, but just like- if I get a shitload of money, I would do it all the time. It is- yeah. But it is, it was my way to thank my team, like to like like it paid off. We got here, yeah, like it paid off. We did something. We touched people. Um, It was an absolute amazing experience. One because it was attached to Grenada, but two, like so many people put work into it. And sometimes if you don't do a show, it just kind of goes by. Because when people interview you they're only interviewing the designer they're not interviewing your your advisor your photographer your hairstyle you know what i mean so yeah. the show so you had to put on for your people yeah exactly it's a way for everyone to celebrate and be like yo i did that and to get to he also feel like what their creative work did to people emotionally so that for me was the most amazing part of the show that's why i did it it was really to be like so much people put their creative energy into this and this is how we have to show it what's the biggest stage that we can put it on yeah and it was new york fashion week so that's such a proud moment too and you being a mom um like being a mother and being a designer like how do you find the balance um how has motherhood changed your perspective on design and and like the clothes that you create for fina well balance that word I don't know if there is a balance, um, but you have to make decisions. And I spoke on this, um, Corey Kay, who had interviewed me a few weeks ago, I spoke on this. You have to make decisions. You have to decide this time is going to be for work. And then this time I'm going to take my ass home. And that was a very hard decision for me at first. Like, oh, I have to finish this. I have to do this. I have to you know, um, I wasn't used to having a little human that was just like, mommy, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so I'm a work in progress. Even now, still, my support system is insanely the biggest blessing that I have. Like, I really have a strong, my mom, my aunt, you know, they encourage me and they help me, you know? So yeah. when I'm not working, I feel safe. I know that he's with people that love him that he's with safe, he has a great dad, you know? So because I have that support system. You're able to do what you need to I'm do. I'm able yeah. to do what I need to do. You know what I mean? I'm able to still pursue my dreams. Do I feel a lot of guilt all the time? Absolutely. When I was preparing for the show and I'm coming home, I'm leaving before he wakes up and I'm coming home when he's already asleep. In bed, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That guilt never goes away. So. I told myself, even during this pandemic, where as I'm spending time, a lot of time at home, I'm going to have cutoff times. 
I'll get into work early. I'm going to leave at four so we can get the sunlight and we can play outside and we can do certain things. You have to be intentional in your life. Mm -hmm. I don't know if there's boundaries too. You have to set boundaries. You have to be intentional. Even you, a lot of the craziness we create, we have in our life is, is self-inflicted, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to set boundaries. You have to say, you know what? You guys have to wait. I have to be a mom. You have to set aside time yeah. or you're going to be working, 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 chasing this dream. And then I'm going to wake up one day and my son's going to be 10. You know what I mean? And I don't, yeah. I don't want that to happen. And you don't so want to miss those years. I don't yeah. want to miss those, you know? So you kind of have to tell yourself, okay, there's, and it's still not balanced. It's still not balanced. There's, it's still not balanced. There's something is going to suffer. But, yeah. it, it, but for can, a short period of time until you short, get exactly. to where exactly. you exactly. need to be to be able to like, you know, have more freedom. Yeah. Exactly. So, so you just deal with my, it. Yeah. <laughs> basically, basically that's it. You have to set boundaries. You have to yeah. put aside time um, and you have to make time. And that's just all it boils down to in, the sim in its simplest form. So what's your overall vision? For, for your brand? Because I know it started off as you just wanting to make a dress for, you know, your peers yeah. to wear and then it grew into this this it seems like household name, you know? Yeah. Um, what's your vision for it ultimately? That just gave me chills. Um, I would like it to really be uh, a household name. I really want to build an empire, a lifestyle that inspire people to do more than way past the clothes whether yeah. it's to free themselves of whatever's going on in their life to live a full life to experience life to be present for life i really want to create this thing that when women that i want to create this thing that women can experience um, I have plans on opening locations. I have plans on doing a lot of work in the Caribbean that yeah. creates a path for other Caribbean artists that they can reach a worldwide market. Um, I have so many big plans that I even tell myself, like, I hope I can do it all in this lifetime, or I mm -hmm. hope I can do enough to where someone else can carry the torch. Can carry it, um, yeah. I want, everything to, I want everything to last forever and to go from generation to generation. And when I say that is when people buy my clothes, I don't want them to throw it away next season. I want it to be something that they can pass down or pass on to their daughter could be looking at this. And be an archive piece exactly. or something archive in the closet. Piece. Yeah. Oh, this is what you wore and want to wear it. Um, I want it to really be a life experience. And when I call someone like, oh, you're a female woman. It's more than you just look stylish and wear the clothes. It's the life that you also live. Um, I love that. So I, 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 the term lifestyle brand, you know, it's used so much, but I, I guess in the essence of that's what it is, you know? That's what it is, yeah. That's what it is. So touching enough women in the world to make impact. So do you have, concern. do you have like one dream project that you would love to accomplish um, um, sooner than later? Grenada was a dream project. You know, it was a dream project. So I, I did a lot of creative work that we're just releasing with like, um, 
one of my creative people on my team, Mytasia Jordan, she had this dream for the Caribbean. And I dreamed of the Caribbean, but even in a different way. Like my dream was like probably more minute than what she saw. So I guess it's to really, really travel to all the Caribbean islands, really experience them all and showcase talent and showcase art. Because there's them. so much there. It's they don't so, get the visibility that they need. Yeah. They don't. They don't. So if I can pioneer that and really make people see that, even if I'm not the one carrying out all of them, if it inspires someone else as well, um, that's a long time dream of me to really put the Caribbean on the map. Um, yeah. And we know, it's known for like music and different things, but not for fashion you know um haiti has a bit more like factories and stuff that's a bit better infra infrastructure infrastructure yeah but um i i'm i'm actually living my dream it's not coming all at once but wow. it's coming in stages but i'm actually living it like i'm really manifesting what i saw um for that my just life. gave me chills that's beautiful yeah. that's yeah. really beautiful yeah but so ask you a question you have to think about you it have you have to think you're like wait i think i kind of am in it i yeah. think i'm in it right now you know um which i am you know um with the fashion industry i mean now quarantine has just you know shifted everything um so we kind of have to just think about our arts and how we want to project mm -hmm. it moving forward mm -hmm how do you think it's going to change for your brand uh within the next three years you know or how do you want to continue to showcase moving forward mm -hmm. that's a are good you question. are you going to want it's a loaded question so take your time to <laughs> to answer um are you going to want to do seasonal drops are you going to want to just do capsule collections you know um how, how do you see things transitioning for your brand in the industry? So um, one thing that I do want to say is that um, my model was always sustainable. I always worked with what I had and we were made to order because I didn't have a whole lot of money to do, to just do a full production order. So mm -hmm. I've always done things um, in that manner. Right. And then on top of that, I knew when I switched over to Finoel, that's when I also streamlined the brand because I said, I can't do all these collections. I can't do six collections. One, my inspiration doesn't work that way. And two, it's going to be way too costly. So it's either I do it this way and sustain myself in the industry or try to fake the funk and keep up with the Joneses and last like two years and have, yeah. to, have to be of bankruptcy or something so um right now the resort collection it is seasonless we're really technically putting out one big collection a year and then a smaller fee essentials collection which is more everyday wear for the female woman and i may add in one more collection but really i like where i am i like yeah I pacing like yourself and having some type of a regimen yeah not putting out too much things, not just designing just for the sake of designing. Every I want it to have meaning, and I want to be able to talk about that meaning, and I want people to have a chance for the collection to resonate. Sometimes my collection 
it doesn't sell as soon as I put it out. It like takes time to sell. It takes time, yeah. You know what I mean? People are seeing it in a different light and then they're being able to see themselves wearing the clothes. So I already feel like I had the model that the fashion industry needs to move in the direction of. Like, it's just way too much things coming out way too, like, it's just too quick. It's too, too much fast. being, is, too much is being produced. And exactly, it's yeah. not giving people enough time to appreciate their buys, you know, and what they buy, or even just switch it up. So if I'm putting out another collection, I want it to complement the last one. So the last one, yeah. It can refresh people can wear it differently and still use um, their older pieces with the new exactly. pieces yeah exactly um with what's going on right now with the fashion industry, how would it affect Finoel? well i was all about travel you know and i thought like oh we did lose everything stopped for us like 95 percent of our sales stopped when the pandemic hit um and then I was in a space where, oh my God, does fashion even matter? Does this even matter? And slowly I was being reminded that it did because it inspires people and it makes them feel good, even if they're wearing it at home. And that's what gave me the um, idea that it's the woman, right? Who's making her life beautiful in whatever situation. So situation even during a pandemic, the Finoel woman is looking for her piece of happiness. That's whether good, babe. In her role, whatever it is, whether she's putting on her red lipstick, that's my woman. She is going to find a way to make herself and the ones, the people around her feel good. So at first I thought, like, are things going to change? Just people can't travel. People are going to travel again. But even if they're not, they're still going to feel beautiful wearing my clothes yeah, locally in their home, celebrating their birthday, whatever it is, people I still think, need what you have to offer. Exactly, exactly. And I, people, my, my supporters taught me that. I lost sight of that during this time. I forgot that during this time. Yeah, you know? and I had to be reminded of that when someone was like, "Oh no, I I want to buy this," and I'm like, "You want to buy it to go where?" Right. <laughs> I said, people are stopping still, exactly. believe it or not. Yeah. So that triggered something in me. And I, and I had to go back to the original. It's how it makes people feel. It's how the clothes make people feel. That's the real part of fashion is this is their language. This is how it makes them feel. This is how they communicate who they are, um, yeah. whether they're traveling or not. So I feel like I'm on the course already again when i have when i'm thinking thinking so much i'm already moving in a sustainable manner i'm already, yeah. I'm already so you're right where you need to be i, right you don't have to, to be. Yeah. I just have to refine it and streamline it and keep going and keep creating you know i think i'm already in the place that i, I was always mindful of waste and like uh, raw materials waste and just money waste at, the, at that because someone said Fina Well is a love language. I Ooh. love that. <laughs> it is. It just feels like even speaking you. to you, like I just feel so mellow. Like, Thank you. you know what I mean? Like you're, the energy is being exchanged and it's good and it's peaceful. And I love that. Thank I love that. It's a love I language. So, that's so beautiful. Yeah. I hope that answered your question. That's no, question it, it definitely did. It, it yeah, that's my a question, question that I'm going to even think about. But I feel like I'm, I'm where I'm supposed to be. Like, I'm inspiring yeah. women and 
I just have to keep doing it. I have to continue yeah. to sustain myself. And trust me, guys, that is so hard. Yeah. To, it's not about, it's not really about, like, how buzzy your name is. It's, like, your longevity. Like, five years from now, are you going to still want to talk to me? You know what I right, mean? It's like right. about um, five years from now, are people going to remember, you know? So it's about longevity. It really, really, really is. And so, I, I, I was going to say, I know that. go ahead. I was going to say, is that your secret to success? Just trusting yourself? Mm-hmm. Yes? Because that was my next question, but you, you kind of answered it. success is being self-motivated. And trusting yourself. That even uh, I was on a on the phone. My a friend of mine called me to wish me happy birthday, and that beats out talent. Yeah, that beats out talent because you can have a whole lot of talent, but if you're not doing, doesn't matter. You're like a yeah. diamond. You're like a diamond in a brown paper bag. No one can see you. Are you someone's work ethic will beat someone's talent? Yes. Yeah. So um, being self-motivated, you have to motivate. You have to do. You have to do it. That's the only you have to do. That is the secret. If you decide, I want to create whatever, whatever, and you get up and you do it, and you don't give up. Yeah. So now not, not only do you have to do it. Be consistent. Not, exactly. You have to be consistent, and you have to not give up. Like, do you have someone that you're super influenced by or someone that is um i guess a role model to you a mentor um so i have uh there's so many people in my life that like i talk to about different things that inspire me in different ways um that just teach me different things for business as an entrepreneur i'm definitely inspired by my mother um, her tenacity, her drive, her just her risk-taking ability because I watched her do it. I felt like, oh, I can too. Um, someone I talk to on a daily basis that constantly pushes me and inspires me, um, Itasia Jordan, who I create a lot of my work with. Um, also, my mentee, who now sometimes mentors me, is Jasmine. I, I, you met Jasmine. Um, oh, Jasmine. She came with me. Oh, she worked with you. Yeah, yeah. She was with you at the brunch. Yeah. Yes, she was with me. So, like, Jasmine. I'm inspired by so many different people. Um, Ali of a Noble Savage, he's, like, a encyclopedia, a fashion encyclopedia. So, I get my I get my inspiration from different places. I, yeah. It's like a melting pot. Um, who do I secretly admire and they don't know? Um... I mean, you pretty much answered it. It doesn't have to be anyone uh, famous, or it's just for you. Like, who is influential yeah, yeah. to um, you? Um, you spoke about like your inspiration and stuff, and I see like on Fee Noel's page, it's like a mood board, right? Like, it's very much like it's a mood board. You go to it, and it's, it gives you a vibe. It's a mood, yes. like the same way you were explaining the brand. So I think you're interpreting that very well visually. Um, and I was gonna ask you like, what inspires you? Or where does that come from? But I guess it comes from the different conversations you have and the things that you've yeah. seen and how you travel, yeah. right? And also just imagination, right? Imagination, yeah. Which is a muscle, by the way, guys. Exactly. You have to use like, it. 
definitely yeah. like imagination. Um, and there's things like you see a photograph or movies or like other designers um, when I was growing up who I looked at. You take, there's many forms of inspiration. There's many, many yeah. forms of inspiration. And like I said, it's like a melting pot. You know, yeah. when I go to Grenada and I, the Caribbean vibe, it's like that's going to be throughout any. any I have to go. I can just vibe. feel it now. Like I need to go any to the Caribbean. Yeah. DNA, you're going to know, you know. Yeah. And, um, that's really what inspiration is. Yeah. You take it. It comes from, from everywhere. And then you put it together and you make it yours. You know, what it means to you. What empowers you the most? What empowers me the most? Um, to just be this confident Caribbean black woman in this industry. Oh, am I that? Really? Am yeah, I that's you. That's you. <laughs> That's you. Um, <laughs> um, what inspires? Um, I want to say my empowers voice, you. Like that, my voice empowers me. Um, Your voice. My mm. voice. The ability to one have a voice, have an opinion, and to be able to use it whichever way I please. Um, that's very, very powerful to me. Um, being able to control my mind and my thoughts. Um, that's very, yes. very proud to me. Also, just being a Black woman, you know? Um, yeah. I don't take that lightly. That means a lot to me as well. Being a And I know be working in this industry, which is so cutthroat, you know, I'm sure you experience tons of challenges, right? As a Black woman and a Black female designer, Mm -hmm. um, we only have five minutes left on this live before oh. it cuts me off. So <laughs> I, I know what I was like, damn, we were just flowing through the conversation. Know, it was like on a positive note. So going into challenges just didn't feel right. But I do know that you experienced them. Um, maybe just quickly say how you overcome your challenges in the industry um, instead of dissecting okay. each challenge. Okay. So what I, what I want to say is, I, I deal with challenges on a daily basis and it could be confidence. It could be just whatever, because when you're putting out a work of art, you want people to like it and you're sensitive about it and about it. Yeah. You know, it's not like, Oh, this is the best thing here. You guys take it. No, like mm -hmm. you question it, you know, you feel, um, it makes you feel different ways. The, I think for challenges, how you face them is you have to be honest with yourself. The people around you have to be able to be honest with you, but you have to be honest with honest yourself. yourself. Yeah. And you have to constantly ask yourself, why am I doing this? You have to always revert back to your why. To your why. That's going to help you overcome the challenges, whatever they may be, whether they be you're trying to get into a door, you're trying to get financial support, whatever it is, because we all face different challenges. Um, you're trying to get respect in the industry. You know, people go, people may have, they have may have made the money, but they're not getting the respect that they feel like they deserve, you know? Right. Um, there's so many different challenges you have no idea. I think you have to, you can't do it for other people. It has to Your be vibe has to be strong and it has to be for you and you have to tap into that. And I'm telling you guys this because this was somebody just told me. Like yeah. you always have to revert back to why am I doing this? And when you And it has to be big question, enough to keep exactly, you going. 
It has to be big enough and interesting enough, right? To yeah. keep you inspired. Yeah. And you have to always write that down as soon as you can because you're going to have to revert back to it because you're going to need that to tell you why you why you're going to put up with the shady industry or why you're going to put up with this bullshit or why you or to pull you out of your darkest exactly. moments yeah exactly so and your why can always evolve and change exactly yeah and, and it can change it can definitely change because some of the things that you think you want now when you get it you're going to be like this is what this is yeah i want more right i, I don't yeah. want this you know what i mean yeah. this is not what it seems so i think always reverting back to your why and attaching it to something bigger than you yeah, because you're going to have people along the way to jump on your train and, and help you to keep it going and keep it moving. It's not you don't, you don't have all the energy to do it by yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. No, no you one need does. people. Yeah, you need, you need people. people. Yeah, you need people. And that's why I wanted to um, actually just, you know, come on live with you. And I'm so happy that you said yes and decided mm -hmm. to share your time with me is because, you know, just from the outside looking in, you know, you just. I don't know you personally, but I can feel you if I if that makes sense. That makes and, a lot of sense. Yeah, I can feel you and 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 it's just a it's a it's a feeling where it's like, okay, like I wanna know more, you know, and you're inspired by it and you're gravitated to towards it and even how you display you know, Finoel, the brand. It's just all beautiful and, and even being on this live, like I tend to kind of just be excited. And I'm just super <laughs> mellow and chill. And, and I feel at peace and I like that energy. So thank you for sharing your light with me and with us. And, you know, we could go on and on and on and talk, but, you know, live only limits us to one hour. So I just want to thank you for sharing your time. Thank you um, for having I me. wanted you to show some of your pieces, but I don't think we have time. How much time? How much time? We have two minutes. Can you show okay, and tell one of your favorite or pieces well, wore, from Finoel. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. I wore this for my um birthday. So it's beautiful. One of my favorite. Can you guys see this? Yeah, we can see it. Is it a long ro robe? It is of? a long robe, the sleeve. Okay. Oh, so wait, really quick. Really quick. This was my dance hall dress that I also love. Ah, is it back out? Yeah. It's not. Oh, no, it's a crop over the out, you know? I had to squeeze into this sample for the party, but you know. It's you so it. beautiful. Did you please post your photos so we can see? I will, I will. <laughs> I will. Post I will. your photos so that we can see. Um, your clothes are amazing. Look, Daughter of the Soul Collection, your brand is here. Everyone's showing you so much love, I Bea. You're amazing. Thank you, guys. You're really, you. really amazing. If there's anything that you can leave piece of advice um to designers in this pandemic that are going through it what would you tell them what did we cut off did we cut off are we here we're here, we're here. okay we're here, we're here. i would say really really quick yeah we have one minute say, go ahead what would you tell I, them? really quickly i would say um you don't have to follow the crowd think about what means most to you Really think deep and hard about that and what's relevant to your brand and move in that direction. And guess what? If you don't come up with anything and if you're stuck, then be there, you know, and when the time is right, you will figure it out. Maybe you don't have to pivot. Maybe you already are where you're supposed to be. You just have to refine it. Um, and just do that. Like, you don't have to follow the crowd. You don't have to go and do what everyone else is doing or make money how everyone else is making money. You have trust to yourself. Walk you have to trust through. yourself. You have to meditate. You have to have to meditate. I was supposed to run before this because I was scatterbrained, but I'm like, 
whatever, you know, I'll just try to get through it. But you have to do something that's going to mellow you out, relax you. And mellow you out so that you can think clearly and think straight and drown out all the noise around you because there's so much noise pulling at us. So um, there's no one answer. Like you have to sit with yourself and it's going to come to you that way. Yeah. And just trust your journey, you yeah. know, embrace yeah. it, the good and the bad. We don't have the blueprint. We're just all just figuring it out as we go, right? And trusting we just, ourselves. We're just trying to ting, you know. Yeah.